Ladies and gentlemen, live from all over Los Angeles, California, it's the Nighttime Show. With us, as always, our head writer and producer, Matt Walker. I am the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. And, of course, our host with the most, as long as the most doesn't include COVID-19, Mr. Steven Kramer. Go, Lickman! Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Nighttime Show podcast live from all of our homes basically yes. we are all in separate places it, it, but we oh god and There's... matt is definitely under quarantine yeah, matt stay home don't don't come anywhere near me that, that's uh, the only cough are, i've had in, in hours i'm fine i just had I something know, in my throat you're okay uh we're all fine don't worry about us take care of yourselves stay home listen to podcasts and masturbate and watch <laughs> movies i don't know what you want you do whatever you want you do yeah. whatever you want spend your time well like like mike uh what what did what have you been doing the last day or two uh the most of this weekend i've been playing the free uh game trial of predator uh on ps4 and it's been a dream come true it's, i keep hearing <laughs> You would think I'm hearing the Predator theme music from mm-hmm. the movies, but all I hear is I've had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> and wow. That wonderful. It's so faithful to the movie. Do, do you feel it's like you're so much jumping into Patrick Swayze's arms while you play? The game is Patrick Swayze, and I am a young Jennifer Grey. <laughs> oh, that feels nice. That feels No longer warm. in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That uh, does yeah, sound... it's, it's amazing. If if you played Friday the 13th, it's similar to that. It's a five-player game. Four of you get to be like military badasses, and one of you is randomly picked to be the Predator, and that guy can either wipe out your team or help out your team, depending on how merciful they want to be. And then if you complete your military mission, uh, then you can try and kill the Predator or try and escape. Hmm. And each match so, is about 15 minutes. So the Predator is on your team? He doesn't have to be. He can stalk the jungle and just kind of observe you guys like he did in the movie and let you deal with your own problems. Or he can actively participate at any point and start, like, blowing up, uh, like, the military compound that you guys are invading and, and helping whoa. you out. Or he can just take out one of you halfway through or take out all of you right away or if he sees the escape chopper he can kind of like get in front of it so and kill you right before you get on oh and he can even do that thing where once you've beaten him uh he can still activate that panel on his arm and blow up half the jungle (laughs) so you still have to like holy blast radius so while while you're playing mike are, are you on, like, a headset yeah. with your team? Uh, you can be. You have that option. But if you're playing with a bunch of noobs, it doesn't really matter. Because if I was on a like, headset playing Predator, I would just the entire time just be like, get to the chopper. I would just say that over and over again. It'd be really annoying. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, people have the option to mute you when you do that. Yes. <laughs> I'd be on mute the whole time. It, it is not the best military advice most of the time. Uh but what's kind of cool about it is you it's a lot much like how Friday the 13th was it is a lot like being in a horror movie mm-hmm. 
where when you have people over comms and you're like a uh, status report and they're like, I'm fine. There's nothing going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Shit. Or you just hear like a bunch of like machine gun fire all of a sudden. They're like, no, no, no. And then like uh, the next thing you know, they're just not there anymore. Nice. Wow. That's cool. You know, well, so well, I'll tell you, and Matt, I don't know if, Matt, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, Mike Black and I, we've been uh, teaming up on PS4 on mm-hmm. a game called Red Dead Redemption 2, riding yeah. out together because we're best friends and there has been absolutely no problems those the whole poor, time we've played. Those poor, poor no, horses carrying you two around. Steven has not <laughs> fucked up every single mission that we've been on. Yeah, he has, I, I, he is not. I, Matt, Mike Black said to me, and I want to get this quote right. Mm-hmm. If yeah. I think it was, if you and I, do you want to? Do you remember what you said? If I said, would we, would we be friends if we were in the old west? <laughs> yeah. And what and is, do you I remember said, what you said? I said something along the lines of, "I would have shoot you, shot you within five minutes of meeting you." Before <laughs> the good of the old west. Yeah, you're like this For guy is going to be nothing but trouble. <laughs> you know how Matt? You know it's like a, a common old west law that if you kill a horse, it's a hanging effect. Yes. In one twenty minute match, Stephen killed. 17 horses (laughs) to their doom while I tried to complete the mission around his failure. Is it basically... I was riding... I rode a horse off a cliff where where I survived and the horse died. And then... And then I, I was like, I was like, okay, I'll go get another horse. And then I got on the second horse and I was like, all right, let's go. And I uh, accidentally stepped off the edge of the cliff, and we both died. And it was like, within, yeah. that was like within two minutes, I killed two horses. Yeah. Like, I'm using up all of our extra lives. And then one time we, got, we were doing part of the mission, and he goes, all right, we're done. Let's go. And he jumps on my horse, and I was like, get the fuck off my horse. <laughs> you are not killing my horse. So, so is it kind of like, like just playing with Mongo from Blazing Saddles? Yeah. <laughs> Very similar to Mongo from Blazing yeah. Saddles. Yeah, I, am, hear, uh... I kept hearing it's not my fault a lot more often. <laughs> Prob- it, it probably as many farts. Thing. What did we What did we do at the end of the mission, Stephen, that was fun? Um, oh yes, yes. We uh, we we got these two guys, these two bank robbers or bad guys or whatever, and we we hogtied them and then we put them on the train tracks, and then we had the choice to either cut them free and let them go, or stand by and watch them get run over by a train. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we were like, how was that even an option? And we just stood there and just watched them get <laughs> hit by a train. It was mm-hmm. awesome. It was, it was great. great. And that clip is on my Twitter, Mike Black Attack, if you want to see it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And, uh, worth watching. Is and, and you'll hear me in there say, say that was worth 10 horses, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I was playing the other night, and I'm riding a horse up to uh, to where you, you – when you get close – when you're riding a horse <laughs> next to a train – if you press a button, it'll let you jump off the horse and onto the train. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for yeah. that 
that little button to like pop up on the screen to say, jump now, jump now, jump now. And we were getting closer and closer to the edge of the mountain where the suspension bridge takes the train over like a giant, you know, uh, bridge. Yeah, Yeah. crevasse, right? And uh, and, uh, and I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to do it now. And I did it and jumped and my horse fell like 200 feet <laughs> and, and i literally said into the microphone he'll be fine <laughs> that's a he'll tough horse he's a, uh, he's a tough horse i'm pretty sure it's i'm pretty sure i did i have to i i'm still learning how to use you everything post that at some point one of the problems with this this uh, coronavirus time is is you're trying to learn uh, you're trying to learn new technologies so that you can stay in touch with people and you're trying to, uh, you know, trying to, you know, reach out to people yeah. as often as possible. Uh, Matt, how are you staying in touch with uh, the people throughout this thing? Are you you doing any FaceTiming or you, what, what are you uh, doing with this? I hate video chatting, so I'm avoiding doing any of that. Uh, like, like what I need to take a shower and, and look good to sit around my house for somebody else. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, I, I've yeah. clients and stuff for, for, you know, I've, I've worked from home for a long time for my day gig. So, um, nothing's really changed that much in terms of what I'm doing on a day to day basis, quite frankly. Uh, but you know, saw my mom yesterday, took her some food that I'd made and, uh, you know, just keeping in touch with relatives that way. Just, you know, like normal. Um, I'm not having to do anything sort of out of the ordinary other than it. it, The thing as a comedian is like, I, a a lot of what we do is we sit around home all day and then we go out at night and then we go tell jokes and that's sort of like our outlet and we don't have that anymore. Right. Yeah. So that's sort of the challenge for me is like, okay, all these things that I think are funny or whatever. Now I just sort of have to make a note of them and then hopefully I can work on them as jokes later on instead of what I would do is I'd go to an open mic and then start talking about them right away. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is very tricky. And as soon as this quarantine is over, we are going to hear the same quarantine jokes coming out of the mouths of hundreds of different comedians guaranteed. It, yeah. It, it's oh, going to yeah. be the most annoying thing in the history of comedy. We'll be going to open mics for the first <laughs> month after this quarantine's over. Well, and they'll have had three months to perfect them. Yes. <laughs> you know? And which means that a lot of, even like the shittiest open micer will come up with a, probably a good 10 minutes on quarantine, you know? Yeah. So yeah, but you know, yeah, but you know, like telling the same joke is the shitty part. Yeah. You know, it'll feel, all be I, the exact same 10 minutes. Yeah. I feel like you're going to get people who are going to say, uh, hey, that killed in front of my dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of that. Lots of, a that. Lot of that. And, and, and you'll hear a lot of, like, shitty open micers, and it'll be the truth. They'll say, Dave Chappelle's using this, my joke. Yes. Yeah, because he thought of it on the same day you did. Not because yeah. he stole it from you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And Dave Chappelle's yeah. not going to bother doing it on a special. He's just doing it at the comedy store one night and then right. moving on with his life as opposed to trying yeah, to tell. Yeah, be part of his five-hour set. Because, comedy yeah, like, like we're going to hear these quarantine jokes for a year and a half. Yeah. Like they're going to be doing them 
And it's just going to be like, remember when we were in quarantine? Well, this funny thing happened with my dog that one time. And you're just like, uh, I don't care. It's uh... Yeah, we're still hearing 9-11 jokes. Of course we're still here in quarantine. <laughs> Thank God oh, Jay yeah. Leno isn't hosting anymore. He would throw that in with his yeah. next Judge Ito joke. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's weird though. Those talk shows now—they're all doing it from their house and stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't watch any of the talk shows anyway, so I'm not watching these now. But uh, it's like you know, Jimmy Kimmel's in his house and he's doing a show from his living room. You're like, okay, I don't really care, but fine, have at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's doing what we all have the technology to do. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Ba- ba- basically, we're all the Tonight Show at yes. this point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, so we don't just have a similar a name. I was watching uh, Mad Max Fury Road the other night, and these girls see a satellite go by, and one of them goes, oh, that's from the old days when everyone had a show. <laughs> oh All right. were, were you getting prepped for, for what you think may happen in another two months? I've been prepped since I was about six <laughs> for all of this. Like, I had two older brothers that brought home R-rated movies all the time. Mm-hmm. Everything I watched in the eighties was basically saying this was going to happen. <laughs> so I've I've always been half prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think Stephen's preparation is by now you've watched so many TikTok videos you can do all the dances, right? Yes, now <laughs> I can do all the dances. I think I've watched uh, all the TikToks, I, 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 every I'm, TikTok ever made. Stephen has watched. I've watched every TikTok I'm pretty sure ever made. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I I have and. Um, uh, where I'm so when, like, so when you uh, have to do the dancing pool for Lord Humongous <laughs> and, and his road warriors, you'll be all set. Yeah, absolutely. You know they're gonna need uh, you a know, new Lord a, Humongous a who can who can a, a fat guy that can dance. They're gonna that's right. what they're gonna be looking for. Yeah, you know to appease the king. Yeah, exactly. I, I have yeah. I have never been fat, but I will say as an observer of of the world. A fat guy dancing is always funny. Yeah, it's never not yeah. funny. You're wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're not Even wrong. Even when it doesn't want to be, it's funny. Yeah, it's a good skill to have. <sighs> yeah, that is that is a fact. That is a fact. It'll basically be the hood ornament on the front, like the like the blind guitarist that they had. Oh yeah, you'll, you'll be the one who <laughs> dances in front of him. Yeah. Well, it is it is weird though, yeah. like. Staying home for large periods of time, and uh, you know, like, like I, I think the only place I've been in the last two days. Oh, I was gonna go last night. I was like, like I called Matt. And I was like, I think I'm gonna go out into the world. I'm gonna go to In and Out, and I'm gonna get a burger at In and Out. I think I, I'm gonna do a do the drive and go over there. Mm-hmm. And then I turned on the news for like four seconds, and I was like, I'm gonna stay at home. <laughs> I'm gonna stay home. I'm gonna stay home again. You didn't, and so it's like you now get your it's been three days where I haven't left the house in three days. That starts you like, oh, I remember that. Remember that show, Six Hundred Pound Life? Yeah. Like this is how it all. This, <laughs> this is how it started. This is how we get more seasons of that show. <laughs> Leave me at home with a box of cookies. That, that's a conspiracy a theory. Corn dogs I bought. That's a conspiracy theory I could get behind, that TLC was behind the COVID-19 virus, uh, released yeah. it into the world <laughs> to ensure more seasons of My 600-Pound Life, so we can get that weird doctor who goes to the people, and he's got that hunchback, and he's like, so uh, it seems that you eat 
14 packages of Oreos a day? Yeah, yeah, that's what I like to eat. Uh, you, you shouldn't do that. Oh, really? That's oh, not good that for you? Too. Like, it's it happens every episode. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. Yeah. He's wonderful. <laughs> that guy's great. I, how, do you, how do you become a doctor and become the guy that's the My 600-Pound Life guy? Like, what decisions <laughs> did you make at medical school that you should not have made to where this is now your practice? I like to think he was bullied by a bunch of other fat doctors. <laughs> <laughs> that came over and took his lunch <laughs> in front of him. And he's like, I'm going to make it so nobody's fat again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remove all the fatties from and he, Los Angeles. He looks like Igor from uh, Young Frankenstein. He's got like that hunchback and everything. <laughs> and it's just, he's such oh. a weird looking dude. Oh. Yeah. You know, I, I tried to make fun of it on uh, and do like, like do the voice of a, of a bunch of the, like the people mm-hmm. on it. And you can't make fun of it because it it's already too funny. Yeah, it, it's a self-parody. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't yeah, parody something that's already almost a parody. Yeah. Yeah. No, you really can't. I mean, that's one of the reasons why Saturday Night Live and places like, you know, like the Tonight Show and these, mm-hmm. these places, why they have so much trouble writing monologues and doing the things that they do. I mean, Laurie Kilmartin told us about that, about how, yeah. like, writing monologues during Obama was like the easiest job in the world. And now it's like, it could not be more difficult because, Mm -hmm. because it's just, it changes, you know, like hourly, hourly. Yeah. Like Like, you say something outrageous and then something more outrageous plays out on the news. And then you're like, well, that joke is no longer funny. Yeah. Like there was a a video, (laughs) there's a video (laughs) of the president where he's standing to the side and there's this woman from, I think the CDC or from somewhere she's, uh, you know, in the, in the center and she's talking to the, to the white house press corps. Mm-hmm. And yeah. did you see this video? Do you know this video I'm talking about? No, just tell the story. Just tell the story. All right. And she's, she's talking to them and she goes, now you may have noticed I wasn't here over this past weekend. Uh, that's because I had a low grade fever oh, yeah. and Donald Trump, the president of the United States goes, nope, and turns around and walks off the stage. <laughs> he just goes, nope, and then walks away. Yeah, that was and funny. And he gets a wow. huge laugh in the room. And, and I was like, I was like, okay, well, that that's the funniest possible <laughs> clip from whatever happened that day. Right. There couldn't be anything funnier. And then another clip came up from the same day, same press conference where she's talking and he goes, he, he goes, he goes, quick question, quick question. Uh, you know, normally the white house, you know, press corps is jam packed in here. There's so many people. Everyone is, it's thick. You know, every, every row is thick. You know, there's like, People are sitting on each other's laps, and now we can only have a quarter, you know, so that way everyone is six feet away from each other, sitting in the room. Everyone is outside. They're very jealous. They're very jealous of everyone in here, even though they never say a nice thing about me. They're, they're, they're jealous that they can't come in the room. So do you ever think that we'll get back to the place where they'll all be allowed in here to, to say horrible, horrible things to me? Or do you think it'll it'll stay this way with only just a few people saying horrible, horrible things to me? <laughs> Any idea which one it's leading to? And she, like then he turns to the guy next to him, and the guy 
loses it, like is crying, laughing. Mm-hmm. And like they're just they're just fucking around. Like this is yeah. this is they're just they're just fucking around. Like they're not even. I don't know what I want them to do, but it's not. It's not. It's that. not that. <laughs> it's something else. No. no. It's, it's, you don't turn the the press corps into a roast. Yeah. No. <laughs> Well, it's it, like it uh, feels, the bias for other people to roast. It, it it feels not to say that not to like make this a a me thing in any way, but it does kind of feel like if I was president, this is probably what it how it would go. <laughs> like this, it's, I'm I'm not yeah. good at things. I'm bad at stuff. Yeah, and I, I I've made a lot of bad choices over the years. Like he he <laughs> he had he had sex with a. With uh, Stormy Daniels, you know, mm-hmm. she came to my album taping. Like, I feel like there, <laughs> I probably would not be. I wouldn't be. I would. I mean, I wouldn't be. Uh, you know, anti-Semitic and racist and uh, and you know, homophobic and shit like that. Are you but, sure? But I would. <laughs> At least I don't know. Probably make a lot of mistakes. Maybe it goes with the office. I don't know. It's. Uh... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It feels like that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, is this your way of saying you want to throw your hat into the ring for the oh, next? Oh, like, uh, if I wasn't Canadian, yes. you know I'd be one of those idiots that runs for some sort. Y- of You'd office. be like Joe like, Exotic. No, I would be. You'd pull a Joe Exotic and run for office and get third place and oh. just look like a clown. Thousand <laughs> percent. Yeah. Oh, have you been wa- you've been watching the the show? Finally, that's good. Yeah, I've seen Tiger King. Well, Mike, have you watched Tiger King? No, I'm the I. You're the last one who hasn't seen it. I'm the last person alive that survives coronavirus. I will still not watch it. I just don't care. It's it's very entertaining, and it's about crazy people. Like, it's sort of if uh, you watched the people that were on Maury Povich or Jerry Springer, and there was, like, uh, a leader of all those people, that would be who this is about. It's basically like Florida, the TV show. Yes, because uh, yeah. people like uh, a lot of people don't watch a lot of documentaries about weird people, and I do, so I'm not as shocked by some of the things going on in it as other people are when they watch it. But to them, I just say like, go watch everything Errol Morris ever made, and then you'll have hours and hours of entertainment because he's got movies about like crazy people like this all the time. Um, and he's ha- he has yeah. a, like Vernon, Florida, about the people in this weird town in Florida, and and it's all about like th- these people are like basically carnies. Um, only the animal side of carnies, right? With their private zoos, uh-huh. and they own like hundreds of tigers, and they're trying to kill each other, and they're they're all polygamists, and uh, you know. But it, it's they're they're wacky people. It's very entertaining, and I, I recommend it. All right, yeah, maybe I'll watch. It. Yeah, I mean, look, it, you know, <laughs> there's there's plenty of worse things to be watching on TV. Um, there's also plenty of better things to be watching. <laughs> That's, uh, that's true. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah. deny that. That is. Uh, that and Stephen, you you haven't had time to watch anything the last like week because you've been animating, well, like sixty hours in the last week, for like thirty oh, seconds. God. <laughs> yeah. I make. I, I'm. You know. Sometimes I do this where I go, and we. You. I, I, we do this. We. We do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as. As friends, and I have, I think I have talked you guys into. Thankfully, none of you guys have to be involved with In what one. I'm currently doing alone at home and driving uh, only myself insane. Uh, but like when we made our comic book, yeah, 
for and that's uh, my fault. Comic-Con. I'm the one who said we should make one, so that's on me. <laughs> yeah, how many yeah. hours was that? Do you remember how many hours? We spent like 30 hours on the phone, like yeah. <laughs> screen sharing my computer on the phone for like 30 hours working on that thing. Yeah, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work, but people love it, and people, you know, mm-hmm. it helped us get. Uh, sponsored by Sennheiser, you know, yep. which is uh, thank God for that, and and it uh, it definitely made some some huge differences with some of the other companies that we have worked with because oh, they yeah. saw that we appreciate them and stuff, and um, you know, overnight prints did such a great job with that comic oh, so book. It looks amazing, like, yeah, outrageous, yeah. Hey, uh, a quick thing I want to talk about, uh, Mike Black. I, I think this is uh, something that we we really should talk about, yeah. and uh, it's a um, a company yes. that was founded in 1983 in Tokyo, Japan. Of course, I'm talking about the Zoom Corporation. Zoom. Now, if if it wasn't for Zoom, and Matt knows this, we would not be able to do our show. Um, they make the best audio equipment in the world. Um, we w- which one are we using right now? We, we're recording onto a Zoom Live Track L8 right now, and when we go do our live events at conventions and stuff, we often use the Zoom H6, and they're both just fantastic pieces of equipment. You plug your microphones in, you plug your headphones in, and you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, whether you're a classically trained pianist or a run and gun filmmaker or a podcaster like uh, you know like us um yep yeah i do a ton of podcasts and i can tell by listening when they're using a zoom and when they're not yeah it's uh, the mark of excellence it yeah. really is uh go check it uh, go check out all their stuff over at zoom-na.com that's zoom-na.com be professional for god's sake zoom-na.com I want to talk about a third-generation, family-run business that I am very proud to be working with. Uh, Sennheiser is the number one, number (laughs) top-tier microphone uh, company in the Mm -hmm. world. And we are so lucky that we are now recording our show using Sennheiser microphones and their headphones. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. We're, we're talking into Sennheiser MD42 microphones and using Sennheiser HD25 headphones, and these sound amazing. I mean, listen to Mike Black's voice. Listen to the rich and sumptuous soundscape that comes out of my voice oh. every time I speak into a Sennheiser. Absolutely. Go check out uh, their microphones and their sound equipment over at Sennheiser.com. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, so uh, my, my stand-up album comes out on Tuesday um so it'll be when this you know this is out for people to listen to you'll they'll be able to to check out the whole thing um you can always listen to it for free on pandora but if you want to own the album then then you know it's going to be available on itunes and all that kind of stuff and uh what i what i had the brilliant idea of doing uh, uh was to hand animate um frame by frame uh, a few minutes of stand-up from the album, and I do not have the equipment to do that the way that animators typically do that. So what I'm doing is I'm drawing in my iPad uh, a face without a mouth and without eyes, and then I will draw a couple sets of eyes, and then I'll draw a couple sets of mouths, and uh, a couple different mouths, and then... I uh, literally uh, take those uh, transparent PNG files, send them from the iPad to the computer, and then load them into Final Cut 7, which is the oldest 
uh, possible thing to be editing on, unless I had like a reel to reel to be editing. And then, uh, and then once those are all in the computer, then I go literally frame by frame and, and make the mouth open and close, uh, towards different, you know, when it, and then I change the eyes for different expressions when I'm saying different things. And it's, it's exhausting, but, uh, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But it's taking up a lot of time. It, what I've sure. seen, you, you showed me about thirty seconds, and it looks great. Oh well, that's nice of you to say. Sometimes it's coming nice. along. It's, yeah. Look at that! Look at that! Matt Walker said something nice. You also, because because you're animating one of the jokes that I wrote for you, so <laughs> that is very true. I do do one of the jokes that you wrote for me. That's very. It was very true. It was, yes. It's a good joke. Yes, solid joke. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what, working working what, on that and just. Trying not to go completely insane. How long is the clip supposed to be when you're done? Uh, the, the, so one of them I've already finished. It's a minute. The other one is uh, the one that is getting done right now that I'm finishing up is a minute, 24 seconds. So in total, like almost three, around three minutes of animation, maybe a little less. And how many hours would you say uh, went into that. Oh, 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I'll tell you this yesterday I worked, uh, for eight, eight hours mm-hmm. animating and I was able to animate a total of 36 seconds. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. So eight hours is 36 seconds. I'm um, very, very proud of you. Yeah. Well, so you our... know, I'm like, you know, here's here's the the truth of the of the matter is is that for the album they wanted a little animated thing and they made something and they sent it to me and I was like, I it was fine, but I was like, I got it in my head, kind of being like, I can do it, I can do it, I want to do it. Yeah. And because we did the one with Bruce Valanche, like mm-hmm. I have some ideas now of like how to get it done and what things need yeah to like you did the gi joe work. one uh you did the the he-man yeah. one uh i just think of like you should tell this to floyd norman and and tom cook and they could just laugh at you <laughs> yeah <laughs> With oh, your oh i know i've talked to tom cito about this and he's like, <laughs> yeah you're out of your fucking mind <laughs> <laughs> he's like it's like nobody <laughs> does that why would you do we, that yeah he's like we stopped doing that in he-man like yeah. you can you're out of your damn he's like, board. He's like, in He-Man, we only did 15 frames a second. What's wrong with you? Because <laughs> yeah. they yeah. reused the same... The they same, basically yeah. basically five minutes that they just recranked over and over again. Yeah, yeah oh, like, I, oh, I remember when we interviewed yeah. Tom Cook. If you go back and listen to that interview, he talked about there there was like a thing in the office where they're like, we have to use like, it was like five minutes of footage that's just reused. We just have to repurpose it. So it's like all the running scenes and the fighting scenes or whatever were exactly the same over and over again. Yeah. Even is come up with like about eight common scenes and just try to show around them. <laughs> yeah, I'd like, well, I want to, my, I mean, the ultimate goal of like something that I'd like to try to do during this period is to do another like nighttime show one and get um you know some of that done but Mm -hmm. but i also i should probably be doing other stuff besides this you know like building dioramas yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's your thing driving horses off cliff yeah so yeah come on do do you want to build some more dollhouses steve for your little dolls 
Now, my, well, Mike Black, you you built some dioramas. You made some dioramas in your day. I I built tasteful display shells for my action pictures. You built all. Okay, all right. I see where this is going. You sons do, of bitches. Do you need to call your toy friend Dana Gould? I do not need to call my toy friend. I do have a guy listed in my phone as toy friend though. So and who, who's that? The, <laughs> Um, it's a guy, there's a guy, uh, who lives in the Midwest. He has a handlebar mustache. <laughs> yes. And a, uh, cap and a leather top hat that he wears everywhere. His name is Joe Exotic. And, um, <laughs> he is, uh, he's very good at what he does. He lets me play, he lets me play with his tigers. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, what's so funny is like in that, in that show, uh, the, mm-hmm. the 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 freaking uh, Tiger King show, the uh, 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 Tiger King show. Um, the the guy who's married uh, to all the women, who's like yeah. that dude. Um, I've been following that guy on TikTok uh, now since October, and I had no idea. I thought he worked at a zoo. I had no idea <laughs> that he was just isn't some guy. Now like, isn't he the one? Is... Isn't he the one where they said in the credits that he now also got arrested? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I, I, the guy with the I long white ponytail, right? Yeah, and he had he had the white the white hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's still making videos on TikTok, so I mean, you know, TikTok you don't the stop. Charges were. That's what you got to do. That's what the song was, right? TikTok you don't stop. From back in the day. Um, well, I appreciate getting to talk to uh, to all of you guys. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the, the next, uh, the next big thing that we're going to, next thing that's going to happen here is we're going to do some uh, real, uh, fun interviews with some, uh, celebi mm-hmm. people that maybe don't live, uh, in our, uh, in our area yeah. where we can, we can grab them and have a little chitty chat. We, with them we and, may, uh, I may wind up going to uh steven's rec room if we can sit uh like 10 feet apart and still social distance and, and get two of us on the microphones uh and then get the rest in through phone is one thing we might do so uh and by the way shout out to sennheiser and zoom for making this possible their equipment is awesome um yeah the sound quality is yeah. amazing and the, the ability to do things like this is so much easier because with our old setup i used to be able to do phone interviews but it was like i had to run everything through like six different cables and patch them through to get to a phone and it was a very complicated setup but now um it's actually somewhat easy and uh i'm really impressed with the stuff we have so thank you to them yeah no it really is it is a huge huge help for us to be able to do all this uh stuff so this is pretty great um all right guys we'll stay stay safe Mm -hmm. okay be careful. Um, what are you what, what are you doing to uh, to stay safe? What is your uh, precautionary measures? How far out into the world will you go, Mike? How far will you go? Who? Oh, me? Yes. Uh, I I still go to Target. Okay. To get groceries and stuff, but that's about it. So Mike or is I'll a Target hit, for anybody looking to hunt someone. So. <laughs> if I'll hit like. A drive-through. It'll be one that I know has like that plastic barrier. Mm-hmm. Like there's a real safe Panda Express, <laughs> and there's a real safe uh, Taco Bell, and I I still go to those every now and again. They're they're still killing uh, you, just just not with Corona. <laughs> I'm actually not... more afraid of. 
police than anyone else because they're real hardcore right now <laughs> about like you know keeping everyone indoors and mm-hmm. i get it so i just i go and i do my thing and then i get back home as soon as i can mm-hmm. what about, what what about, about you, you um matthew uh i'll go to my mom's house what are you house. doing to stay safe uh i basically i'm staying here I'll go visit my mom. I'll go to bring some food to her place. I've got a lot of food here that uh, I get delivered, and and uh, I'll go to the grocery store. But that's really about it. I'm not going anywhere else. I'm not, uh, you know, hanging out with a lot of people or anything like that. Can't go anywhere. Everything's closed anyway, so you really can't. Yeah, you know, right, right when the Corona thing started, or not right when it started, but you know, maybe like a couple weeks ago, uh, one of my neighbors asked if I could take her to the grocery store and to go get marijuana so she could smoke marijuana mm-hmm. and so we went to the grocery store and there was like a line you know they only and everyone had to stand six feet away from each other and the whole bit and we got in we got our groceries and then we went to the weed place for her to uh go pick up her weed and it was one of the craziest uh things i i've 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 experienced where we pulled in there were armed guards and they said uh like did you place an order? And they were, and she was like, "Yes, under Maria." And they go, "Okay, pull over there to that that park park thing. Pull out your ID. Make sure your cash is ready." And then she's just sitting. She's sitting in my car, and mm-hmm. we're sitting there. And then a guy comes up to the window in a lab coat, with a gas mask on, goggles, and rubber gloves. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Are you Maria?" And she goes, "Yes, I am." And he goes, "Uh." cash please she goes here you go and he goes okay great and here is your brick of marijuana and then handed it to her and we were like outside and it was so just felt like oh this is being a drug dealer in the future like this is the weirdest he's he's dressed like he's dressed like the guy that makes the meth in the other drug deal yeah that's exactly right that is exactly right yeah, it was fucking bizarre. It's very, very weird. Uh, but yeah. All right. Yeah, pretty, well, if uh, pretty strange. And pretty if anybody, stuff, if anybody wants to see photos of Mike Black and your tasteful displays of your action figures, where can they do that? Uh, at Mike Black Attack on Instagram, and also check out my Twitter, where you will see me and Steven play Red Dead Redemption Two and strap a bunch of criminals to train tracks. All right. Yes, check check it out. It's definitely worth watching for sure. And uh, if... um, you can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S T P H E N Glickman, on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. Uh, send us some comments and some love, and stay safe out there. Yes, my friends. and lots of new things coming soon to this podcast, and and those of our friends that we're excited about, we can't talk about yet, but uh, stay tuned. You bet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, stand